Hello and welcome to the Rum Dyers Podcast and today is Freaky Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I'm here with my lovely wife and always sexy, Caitlin. Ma'am. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? It's Friday. Yeah. And everybody knows it. Yes, it does. Mm-mm. I've been shaking my hips all day. I'm like, mm mm mm. Boy. I'm, ooh, girl, please. <laughs> what a long ass week. We're getting ready to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. A little short one for our anniversary. But we're excited. Yeah. Gonna be exhausted by the time it gets here, but. It doesn't matter when we get there, it's it. new air. Yeah. Especially with the new. We don't have to do layovers anymore. I'm not talking about the traveling there. I'm just oh. talking about the days until it. We get there. You think so? Yeah, I'm tired now. Oh, you're always tired. I if my wife had if she could have a slogan, always tired. Sees. Am I right? I don't know. I'm over here snoozing. Oh my! You're not snoozing. Wake that butt up. What's up? What you got tonight? Um, I think we should talk about weird stories. Mm. Change it up a little bit. Weird as in what? Just anything just weird random weird things all right my, my mom actually expired ugh, expired me see expired you <laughs> it's been a long week um inspired you yes my mother inspired me my mom was over on saturday and um she was talking about a reoccurring dream mm-hmm. that she has all the time yep um and she started telling me the dream and the hairs on my body stood up because growing up, I had a reoccurring dream in the same house. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to do my best to try. And I don't think you were in there when we were talking about this, were you? No. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. shout out to Mama for sounding so natural and being such a good sport with the podcast and all her friends. <laughs> Dude, she has become a little famous. I know. <laughs> and everybody loved her. So Sundays with Penny might become a thing where once in a while we just shoot the shit with Penny. So thank you, Mama. Shout out, Mommy. Um, okay, so anyways. What do you got? My mother and I were in the living room just talking. Mm-hmm. And she brought up how... She always has this reoccurring dream, and I'm going to do my best to try and remember exactly what it was. Um, So she has this dream that she's in her house that she lives in now, the house that we grew up in. Yeah. And she's with my dad and all of us kids, but we are younger. We're like, it's like back in the days when we were living at home, like younger, young teenage, whatever. Um, and she's like trying to clean. There's, it's snowing or something outside Mm -hmm. and snow. She's trying to fix the screen in the living room. Well, for the windows? For the window. Yeah. She's trying to, to fix it so that the snow doesn't come in. And then she looks up and it's like the floor is missing from the ceiling. So she is like got to get upstairs to fix whatever's broken up there so the snow stops coming in from from upstairs or whatever um but in this dream 
she there's like a creepy old woman that Ew. is there mm. and is just like she's scared of her and doesn't want to go upstairs but she knows she has to go upstairs who's scared of her the lady of her or your mom of her my mom of the lady got it okay okay and so i don't remember exactly what happens she goes upstairs and when she like she's observing when she's walking through the house there's a bunch of like little rooms Mm -hmm. well a bunch of rooms and she says um my room is like this really small um neat and tidy room that i'm inside of Mm -hmm. and then my sister's got like this bigger room that's just a mess like like a tornado went through there and okay so wrap it around to like my mom's telling me this and about this old lady that she's scared of she's creepy when i was young and i was growing up i always had a reoccurring dream and i would wake up crying from it and i would always like go ask if i could sleep in my parents bed and the dream doesn't make sense but i would have this dream that in that house the house that we grew up in um my dad would be fighting somebody. Uh, I think I told you this before. It like was a real person or like like an entity? Like, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Got it, okay. Um, but it, and when I was little, what I felt it was, was like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, n- not, n- not Popeye, but you know the guy in Popeye, the other like big burly guy with brown hair? You know Popeye's enemy? Wait, hamburger guy? I don't know. What's his name? Hold on. I got to look this up. Um, I'll keep going. Okay. So anyways, my dad would be fighting this person, thing, entity maybe. And this old lady would take me into a small room and she would close the door and she would make me sit down and she would braid my hair. And that is okay. So that is creepy as shit. And I would be like, like, it sounds so silly to say, but in the dream, it was so like traumatizing and Bluto. Bluto. Bluto was like the big burly guy. Yeah. That was always bullying him around. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. I, I, I just found it. Yeah. I thought it was the hamburger guy. The hamburger guy was wimpy. Oh, yeah. But wimpy wasn't mean. Wimpy was just kind of a pussy. Yeah. Like. And I remember Wimpy because this restaurant here that's called Wimpy's. Wimpy's? Yeah, yeah. So, right. so what's the big guy's name? Bluto. Bluto, okay. So yeah, that's what I felt like my dad was fighting. Like that's who I thought he was fighting, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Um, and then this creepy old lady would take me into a small bedroom. Mm-hmm. And my mom saying that I had a small bedroom and there was a creepy old lady in the house. And this creepy old lady took me into this bedroom and braided my hair. And it just creeped me out. And I would always, I had this dream like all the time and I would wake up crying and like go and sleep in my mom's bed with her. Mm -hmm. But here I am at 35 years old and my mom is like, just, we're just having random conversation this past weekend. And she's like, brings up this weird reoccurring dream that she always has and then she's telling me about it and i'm like what the fudge 
Like that is so weird. So I think that's more normal than you think. Like they were, I, I've had recurring dreams where. No, no, I know that it's normal to have recurring dreams, but I think it's weird how my dream is somehow like connected to my mom's dream. My mom's also have a an, a reoccurring dream of a creepy mm-hmm. old lady in the same house, and then when she said, "I have a small room," this. In my dream, this lady used to take me into a small, like, almost claustrophobic room. To braid your hair. To braid my hair. That is crazy. And my mom is saying that in this dream with the creepy old lady, she, like, sees all these rooms, and my room is this, like, really small, small, small room. Is that not weird? No, it's not weird. It's it's creepy as hell. Yeah. Like, how do you even explain that? <sighs> I, so it's tough for me, right? Like, I'm a huge, like, uh, what's that word, baby? Like, Hippoc- not a hypocrite. No, a hypocrite. No, <laughs> skeptical. skeptical. I'm not a hypocrite. Oh, my. You guys have my wife, how she really feels about me. You little hypocrite. <laughs> you're scared of things, you hypocrite. <laughs> you're so hypocritical, you're scared of things all the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it, it's hard for me to believe certain things but like weird shit happens yeah like how do you explain that yeah and it's not like like how would my mom even know like any of that you know i mean i'm sure i've told her something in the past but i was a little girl like just having a stupid nightmare (laughs) so Creepy things that pop up. We're not creep. Well, actually, creepy things because I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So when I was a child in Puerto Rico, we lived in like a very suburban area, spread like the suburbs type thing, and uh, we had like a two-story house. And the windows from my from the master bedroom from my parents' bedroom faced out to like the driveway and the garage type thing, right? Mm-hmm. And this is back before cell phones and anything. And this story has been going around my family forever. But my mom woke up. So like, you see my dad off. It's, it's almost like if I went to, you know, work at a, uh, and not like the crack of dawn like I do, but if I went to work at 7.30 or 8, you probably look out the window when I'm driving off, you know? Mm-hmm. And my dad had this blue F-150. This thing was, no, as a matter of fact, it was a four ranger. This is like back when they used to make them this blue and the seats were blue. This thing was creepy looking. But my mom said, when my dad got home, hey, who's riding with you on your way to work? Which is not uncommon to ask because my dad and my grand, uh, my granddad own a construction company. So if somebody showed up to my dad's house and he was giving them a ride, it was not uncommon, but my dad's like, no, I was thinking, like, I just saw somebody dressing white in the passenger seat. And that's always been a topic of, like, Mary was an angel or right. or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a story that my dad told me that I don't remember. So, um, but I remember he was at a friend's house and I saw somebody just the same way that my mom saw it. In the passenger seat, and I'm like, who is that? And there was nobody there. I was probably like five or six. Mm. And it was almost like creepy to people. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like weird shit like that happens. And you're like, ooh. Yeah. What the hell is this? 
Mm-hmm. So. Well, I used to see a man <laughs> when I was little. He better not have been hot. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty I ass. I don't even really remember. Like, if you ask my brother, he would tell you that, like, I would wake up in the middle of the night and sit up. And mm-hmm. he'd be like, Caitlin, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm waiting for the man to come. And I don't, like, I remember feeling like somebody was staring at me when I was sleeping um, and being scared. But I don't remember, like, actually seeing anything. Hmm. It's weird. I've had a recurring dream, just to piggyback on what you were saying. Um, you can tell we're in the corporate world when we're like, oh, let me get piggyback on that. Uh, by the way, cheers to weird stuff. So I do this thing every time Kaylin takes a drink. And after her drink, I say cheers because she's forced to drink again. Turd. Um, piggybacking, piggybacking. I lost my train of thought here. Piggybacking on. Oh, real current dream. Okay. So I've had real current dreams. And I woke up and I, I wait way deep in the day to tell you. It's usually the same thing. It's me escaping from somewhere with us. It's almost like, and I'm not a savior. I'm not a hero. It's just a lot of shit going on. And it involves things that I've seen in the military or fears of mine or whatever. And it's almost like we're escaping something. And they're stressful because I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I cannot go back to sleep. And I'm just closing my eyes, praying to God. I roll over. Grab a butt chick or a boob. And I'm like, babe, you know, and it's like, I'm seeking comfort at that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to dream this. And then you close your eyes and you're back in it. That is the absolute worst. Isn't that weird? That is, dude, that is disgusting. And I would just wonder, like, why do our brains go so far off the grid when we go to sleep? Because mm-hmm. I don't think of random shit like that throughout the day. I know. During the day, I think about what we're going to have for dinner, what do we have planned for the kids as far as like soccer, where we got to go, and laundry. <laughs> like, I, I'm not thinking of much, mm-hmm. you know, and how can we have a good night? I'm not thinking about escaping from a country that was like Haiti, Jamaica, Nigeria, and Afghanistan put together. It's, it's a horrible feeling because it's an unfamiliar place to be at. Yeah. And that shit is weird, dude. Yeah, it is weird. It's like sometimes I think dreams, well, I know that dreams mean something sometimes. And then there's other times. Yeah, but 90% of the like, time we, we can't even decipher it. Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, I feel like sometimes the things that I dream, they're not spot on. But if I, like, eventually something will happen and I'll be like, oh, that's what that meant. There's only been one time and do not say it. You're not allowed to say it. Like, you're not allowed to to say what it was. But I'm going to allude to it, okay? Okay. Because sometimes you got to lose sleep. You're like, oh, my God, <laughs> poop. <laughs> I had a dream that somebody died. Oh, yeah. And that person died, like, two days later. Mm-hmm. That spooked the living crap out of me. Yeah. Because I saw, not how they died, but everybody suffering because he died. And I knew this person very close to us. Mm-hmm. And I was spooked. 
And then I did what I usually do when this has spooked me. I sweep it under the rug and I'm like, no. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-mm. Yeah. So but that's crazy. What I call, like, like I feel like like I'm not making this up. Like, my wife will call me out my BS anytime. I said that. I'm like, dude, I just had a dream about this. Mm-hmm. And that person died. And that is the craziest feeling to know that you dream about something before it happened. Ooh, that is yeah, that's frightening. Wild. That's wild, dude. Mm-hmm. That's like, you ever have nightmares that like somebody you love dies? Like somebody you're super close to? Dude, not, not ever. Like I do. And this I, person that I dreamt of was not was an extended family member, but I've never had a dream of like, I've had times where I've gone to sleep and wake up with an eerie feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, we got tattoos. Because of what you've dreamt about? Or you just wake up with an eerie feeling for just no reason? Feeling. All right, check this out. We're going to go deep, okay? Okay. Me and Kaylin were looking for matching tattoos for a while. I'm covering tattoos. She's not. But we're trying to do something cute or whatever. We got a tattoo to memorize, to, uh, what's that word? Not, to remember something. In to, memory of. A memory of something, mm-hmm. okay? And this memory had the initials of JM for us. Yeah, something personal between Very the personal that nobody knows about. We get a tattoo that night at midnight. One o'clock in the morning, my brother-in-law calls me and tells me that my uncle just died in a car accident. My uncle, that's like, well, that was like 44 years old. We were the only Marcanos in the Air Force together. He was like a brother to me. His initials are JM. I can't make this shit up. It's weird and coincident. Like, I was freaking out because, remember... I had I was like looking on the whole religious side of things mm-hmm. and um it said like I don't know if it says it in the Bible. I read it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um not to get a tattoo in memory of of a person or whatever. Um I had like this guilty like oh my god did something happen to him because we got a tattoo <laughs> and I know that it didn't like that's so no, silly no, it, it sounds silly it was coincidental like it yeah, was not but in the moment crazy coincidence yeah in the moment of that I was like oh my god you know like we just got this on our body and then this just happened yeah it was weird it was devastating like and now it's almost like a double Meaning, a meaning to both of us, like you know, mm-hmm. uh, because my uncle never got to meet Kaylin, but he would see her on FaceTime quite often, and she would call her gringa and all this type of shit, like, oh yeah, cabrona, whatever. And we were supposed to go, and we were supposed to, he was supposed to get married. Well, he's been together, he was gonna get his his vows renewed, like, yeah, right now. it's gonna be a, a, a big wedding in Puerto Rico, which we have plane tickets for. We... And he died a couple of months before, you know, and mm-hmm. it was devastating, but it was like, holy shit, like, 
are these universe aligned or is this pure coincidence? You know, coincidence. I just chalk it up. I I just let it to be whatever it is. It's, like you just have to. It's so crazy because I've had one too many coincident coincidental dreams. Mm-hmm. You being one of them. Ugh. Like I'm not gonna go down that road, but like I seen you in a dream before I actually met you. Like, but when I met you, I didn't know that that was you in my dream because gotcha. I thought you were something else. <laughs> what the fuck? But okay. no. So, for example, when I was a little girl, so this has been happening to me since I was little. Um, my grandma died mm-hmm. and my grandma used to knit and she made me a little hat and a uh, like a sweater with pants and booties, booties as being little the shoes, shoes not yeah, for, my, for, for my baby doll. And my grandma died, and that's what I had of her was the clothing that she made for my baby doll. Yeah. And I went to go grab my baby doll, and the little booty was missing. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like so sad, like I was crying. Yeah. I cried myself to sleep. Because I didn't want to, you know, not have that because it was part of her. Mm-hmm. And I went, so I go to bed and I had this dream that I look under my bed, I move a box. And Damn the booty motorcycles, was, dude. And the booty was sitting right there. Um, so I wake up in the morning and I'm like, let me just look, you know. So I get up. There's a box sitting there, just like in my dream. I mm-hmm. move the box, and there's the booty right there. Could it be, like, unconsciously I've seen it there? Maybe, but I don't think so. Yeah. Like, mm. Mm, it's weird. So, I got another weird thing, and we're getting deep tonight. <laughs> this is this should be a Friday the 13th type podcast oh no i got so many ghost stories no 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 (laughs) that won't Um, say for that but i want to talk about death okay and i think death is a double-edged sword and you've been a part of more deaths with my family than i've been part of your family Mm. in the past six years and i think death has a weird way of reminding us that life is precious, right? You're grieving, you are mourning the loss of someone, and then yet you learn to appreciate certain things. Mm-hmm. And man, my dad had a rough 2020. My dad lost his mom and two of his brothers within a four month span. That shit, I'm sorry for my language, is fucking wild. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. You know, and when his brother passed away, we ended up in New York. And my uncle Tony was a super influential person in my life because he was like a tough guy. You know, he didn't have the best childhood. Um, Probably didn't make the best decisions for certain things, but man, Tony would do anything for anybody. We go to New York, and we connected with a side of the family and extended friends that will forever be marked in our lives. Mm-hmm. That New York trip was so 
so important to me. Um, you know, I, I saw my dad speaking at his funeral about his brother. And this was mid-COVID. This is August 2020 in New York, in the Bronx. Yeah. So my dad's speaking outside in the sidewalk because they wouldn't let a lot of people in the uh, funeral home. And, you know, it's crazy because the death of my uncle made me realize about how my dad was brought up without knowing because my dad never spoke about his childhood. Mm-hmm. And now you get, we're sitting there and we see all these people show up wearing red. And we're like, hold up. <laughs> this is a blood funeral. And we're in the middle of it. And we're pendejos from Michigan. Right. <laughs> like, 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 like we're, not, we're oblivious to anything. And I think my cousin Kiani, uh, she had more of a understanding of what was going on. But my I'm, the, brother, I'm the one who called it out. I was like, I know, but I was like, okay, there's way too many red. And then I seen one blue. I was like, oh. He's about to get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, and then, but we're sitting there, right? And everybody is so calm and so put together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, paying respects to my uncle. But I got to know a side of my dad that I never got to know. Like, he never said because it was a real tough time in his life. As a teenager living in New York with my uncle, they had a fight. They had to beat people up. They had to do a whole bunch of shit. That there was people coming and was like, oh, Fonso, I remember when you did this for me. And I'm like, dude, my dad was like gangsta, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but that, be, you know, that came along with the death of my uncle, you know? Mm-hmm. Me connecting more with my aunt and my family and, and, and my cousin that I haven't seen in forever. We love you, Kiani. We always do. Um, it's one of those things like, we get to connect and we might live different lives and, and, and you know, you know, my cousin lives so far away from me and my cousin's like my sister, you know, and for be there in that moment and everybody enjoying it, it's like it brought us all together for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And it's like death has a funny way of doing that. Yeah. And I, I was in the Air Force, and I was overseas for six years, and I, I was gone for a while. And all those years, I never touched Puerto Rico. And then my uncle died. Another uncle? No. Well, yeah, another uncle. My yeah. dad's second brother. I'm, I'm just clarifying. Uh, got you, yeah. So my other uncle died in November. Um, This is the one with a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I came back from Puerto Rico crazy fucked up yeah I got to see my grandma grandpa my aunts my uncles and it was like dude what the you know what what am I doing out of Puerto Rico like I need to be here more often and seeing them you know Mm -hmm. but before that I was like nah I'm I'm in my own world and you know working and forget about everything I'm just working on my career working on making money Working on everything else that's not my family. Yeah. And that had a very weird way of reminding me, dude, your family's here. 
Mm-hmm. You got to do better. In about two or three weeks, we're about to be in Puerto Rico for the second time in about five months. <laughs> yeah. It's sweet. High fives. But for me now, it's a coming home. And for me now, it's an introduction to Kaylee. Not an introduction because it'd be, you know, it's going to be a, a third time mm-hmm. that you go and you don't feel so lost anymore. Yeah. You know what everything's like. By the way, make sure you listen to our Island Bound podcast where we talk about first times. But now this is the third time that we're going together as husband and wife. And now I know, like, my culture is your culture. And to be honest with you, I swear to God, I don't think this would have happened without Chael passing away. Well, we were planning our honeymoon there. It was kind of like a double. I think it would have happened. Yeah, yeah, we were double dipping on that whole yeah. wedding situation. and, mm-hmm. and but, but it wasn't like a, we're going here, you know, like, it wasn't like a, a definite thing. We're like, okay, cool, we're going to be here. Oh, it was definite. We had tickets. No, we still <laughs> went, but I'm just saying it wasn't, if it wasn't for the wedding, I don't think we would have gone there. I think we would have done something different because it was not on the back of, like, it was not like I was sitting here speaking to you about Puerto Rico all the time. Yeah. Um, But it's crazy because it's it's weird um, that that death can have a rebirth of certain things and it's unfortunate Mm-hmm. But it kicks you in the ass. Yeah. And it's one of those weird occurrences. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, in Korea, uh, when kids are born, people dress in black. Yeah, I only know that because you told me that. <laughs> it's because you're and coming funerals, into like an evil world and at, at funerals, funerals they, they wear dress white. In white. Yeah. We should do that here. It's like that person doesn't have to pay taxes anymore. Mm. Wear white. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, and two, they say when a baby's born, they feel so much pain. Like, obviously, as an adult, you don't remember that. But when a baby is being born out of your mother, yeah. that baby feels so much pain um, coming into this world. And it's because of the world we live in. Yeah. Sin and whatever. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. So, I have a story that I want to talk about and I think it was the first time that I felt like death was a real thing I think we should name this podcast like we are not naming it death no we're not naming it death but something along death but no but it, like it, death doesn't have to be this bad thing right like everybody has an expiration date yeah that's what it is right mm-hmm. um, I was in Germany and I was doing law enforcement which is like on base but Something happened off base. American cops with German cops will go together to the scene. Um, usually Sundays is a huge, like super slow day. And if you're a certain rank or whatever, we will grill to bring food for the people that work in the gate or on the flight line or whatever. Now I remember I was with my boss and we're grilling burgers. And this guy rolls through in a brand new BMW. Thing was stupid sick. Cherry red. But he was revving it through the parking lot and we go, 
this idiot, he would have got a ticket. He was young, right? Like 1920. Mm-hmm. He's probably got off a of deployment, used his money to buy a sick-ass car. Good for him. And I will never forget that we said, dude, that kid is an idiot. Hopefully he's not getting into an accident. And this is us as cops talking because guess what? You run through a parking lot in the cop squadron revving your engine like you're an idiot. Yeah. 20 minutes later, we get a call of an accident on the Autobahn. Autobahn has no speed limit for those of you who don't know. Dude, I hate the motorcycles that run through here. Jesus. Um, the Autobahn doesn't have a speed limit, but if you get in an accident and if you're going more than 70 miles per hour, it's your fault. So there's some rules to it, but you can go as fast as you want. And these highways are, they don't have a pothole. They don't have potholes. They don't have anything. It's just smooth. Best roads you can drive in the world. We get caused this accident, and somebody called it in. Probably like a German person called the base or something and said, hey, there was an accident. Just a civilian or something. It was like an American person. And it was me, my flight chief, and there was another person. We roll up, and it's that red BMW. He flipped that fucking thing. After the traffic investigation was done, I think he flipped it like 17 times or something like that. Something crazy. We get there, and it was him. Damn. And we're the first ones to respond. We were running. We opened the car, and I opened the driver's seat. And here it comes. He's freaking out. I, I, I'll never forget him. I won't say his name. I, I know his name and last name. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say that because he's in jail right now. Mm. Um, he comes out. He's freaking out. Like, And I see so much blood on him. And in the military or even cops now, like I'm sure like everybody does a blood sweep. A blood sweep is when you run your hand through like their faces and their arms to see where they're really bleeding at because it could be anything that's bleeding a lot and they might have all over the body. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker only had a cut in his forehead that was bleeding like crazy and he looked like he was bathed in blood, but it turns out all the blood on him was from the people that he killed inside the car. And that was the first time that I've had an experience like a face-to-face death. I've seen all the stuff in the desert, but this was like personal. Like, well, not personal, but like. It was your, your like, family, well, kind of. Well, it's the military. Yeah. But, but I'm right in front of it. Like, I'm handling it. Yeah. You know, which is different versus seeing it in a corner or whatever, mm-hmm. or seeing it as we drive by. This was right there that we had a handle. And that I feel like that was the first time ever that I felt like, wow, that's a lifeless body right there. Mm-hmm. And at that time, AJ was like one. And that's all I can think of. Like, that's all I can think of. I wasn't even thinking about my wife or anything. Like, I was like, what if my son, that's one, I went out for a drive and I got killed by somebody else that was reckless driving. 
Mm -hmm. My one-year-old would never understand. He would just forever have the memory of me being his dad for one year. Yeah. <laughs> and that hit me. And I think that shaped a lot of decisions that I made going forward in life with, like, how my son's, view, you know, how my son views me. And I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, death is freaking real. Mm -hmm. Because I think death is real, like, when it hits you, like, right in the face. Yeah. You know, damn, we got. So you, so you want to know my first story of death? <laughs> Cheers, jeez, we got so deep in this. Um, so this was my first experience. Um, I was young. I don't remember how old. That, what was that? Thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> thirty-six. Thirty-six. Um, no, so. When I was young, we went as a family to Missouri to see my dad's sister, my Aunt Judy. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a blast in Missouri. It was mm -hmm. freaking miserable there because it was so hot. And, and probably, yeah, ugh. me and my sister call Nobody Missouri. Goes to Missouri. <laughs> we call Missouri misery um, just because it gets so freaking hot. But, anyways, we went there. We had a blast. We come home. And maybe a couple weeks later, we get a phone call that my Aunt Judy passed away. Um, the one you guys went to see Missouri? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we ended up going back to Missouri. Oh, shit. And um, I remember, like, just seeing her body in the casket. This is so cringe, but um, I, I'm pretty sure my sister touched her. And was like, why is she so cold? And then I touched her. Do you think your sister didn't understand that she was... Well, obviously, she knows she's dead. Well, yes, but that's what I'm getting to, was like, we knew she was dead, but we couldn't wrap our heads around. Yeah, that wasn't... Like, I don't know, it's just such a weird thing, you know? And then we're, like, looking at her, like, but it looks like she's breathing, as because a kid, as a kid, I think it would be really tough to understand what a dead body looks like versus, for example, when my uncle Tony, I saw him and I'm like, doesn't look like him. Yeah, no, they don't. Like, it looks like them, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but just the weirdest, like, we're like, oh my God, can you see her breathing? Um death is weird because your brain plays like tricks on you that you can actually see them breathing, but yeah. they're not breathing obviously because they're embalmed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They're full of chemicals yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, I think, I think death has a funny way to remind us that life is short. No pun intended. And I'm not being funny or poking fun at anything. Um, death has struck our family in the past three years where we we didn't expect it and I think it made us better people for it. I think everything happens for a reason and and and, and you either learn from it or you just pretend it didn't happen, which yeah, is Yeah, and you don't want to pretend it didn't happen because no. then you can, you know, create some really yeah. bad demons. Um I have I lost, you know, 
somebody very, very near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. a piece of my heart, actually, my father. Mm-hmm. And along with our weird stories that we have going on, I'm not going to talk about my dad's death. I'm not going there. I don't want to talk about it. But um, I feel my dad is always with us still. Yeah. Um, a couple Christmases ago, you were with us. We had our same Christmas party that we have at every my year. brother's house yeah, every, every year. year. And we took a family picture, and the picture was sent to my mom. Like, here you go, print it, put it up in the house like you always do, you know. And my sister was with my mom, and she was looking at the picture. And behind my mom, my dad is gone. (laughs) Behind my mom, you can see my dad's head. Like, you can just see the top of his head in the picture. Yeah. And my mom is there with her, like, new partner at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, how the fuck do you explain that? <laughs> Listen. Like, nobody photoshopped that. And if they did, that would be That'd be a sick. dick hit. That'd be a yeah, dick that would be move. sick. And the picture that the person came from wouldn't do that. Like, that's not anywhere in their you know yes yeah, way in their of thinking bone. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah like i could show you guys that picture today and my dad's head we have that picture and like again going back to earlier in the podcast when we we're like i'm an, like in a skeptical person like i don't believe shit yeah ever like i'm like no it's no it's not blue and it's actually blue and i'm like nope yeah that gave me the heebie-jeebies. And even now talking about it, it's like, I saw it. Like, we have the picture. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that we've had the picture framed without knowing until after. And then it was like, we look at it, and like... <gasps> yeah, because everybody had the picture. Everybody had the picture. And, and then my sister just one day was like looking at it, and she's like, oh my And there's God. no way you can say that that's not him. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, because we posted the pictures. I'm like, I'm going online to see if it's the same thing in every single picture. Every single picture. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, a, so the picture that we posted online was not the one distributed to us by the person that took the picture. Right. It was like that day and I got the picture and we're like, all right, cool. Let's post it on Facebook. Or we just had a good Christmas. Like, yeah. And that shit was there. Yeah. Man. So we haven't. This is a very dark episode, but I want to end it on something funny that's also dark. So, the first time that we went to Puerto Rico, um, I think it was like the second to the last day or something. Like, my present for our anniversary, or no, actually, our honeymoon, we're going to go like on a private yacht type thing to take us to a different island. And we were on the other side of the island. So, Puerto Rico is 100 by 35. And with no traffic from one end to another one, you can take about three hours. But it's never like that. Mm-hmm. So we had an appointment for like an 8.30 call time at a marina. So we left where we're at 3.45, 4 o'clock in the morning. Kaylin knows I don't stop at red lights in Puerto Rico that early or that late. It's like, nope, we're blowing past this shit. I don't even do it here. I see a red light and it's 1030, which we're never out that late anymore. But if it's like late, late, I'm not stopping. I am. He stops. I'm not getting raped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
And this is something that if I would have seen it by myself and told people, people think I'm full of shit. People think we're full of shit. I know. But I feel like people don't understand how not full of shit I am Mm -hmm. to not make something up like that. Yeah. Because I don't believe in anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are going from the West Coast to the East Coast of Puerto Rico, about three and a half hours. And we come to like a like a flashing yellow. It's not even like a it's red light. It's dark outside. It is dark. So Puerto Rico, not like other states or here. Puerto Rico literally is dark in the morning, dark at 6.30. Every single day. They don't have daylight savings time. No, but like in April, May, it starts staying a little lighter to like 7-ish. Yeah, seven. But, but that's what you got. Yeah. But there's, um, yeah, there's no time change there. So we go up this hill. We're going by a light. And I slow down. I see something crossing the street. And this thing looked like a mixture of a wolf with a cheetah. It, it, it was not a regular animal, like, because the way it was, like, going across the road. The way it was, like, running. No, it was fucking weird like <laughs> i can't even like, say it like, it was like it looked like a cheetah running across the road like if you were to see like the strength of a cheetah like that muscular yeah body type was shorter but shorter and kind of like a dog looking type thing listen we <laughs> haven't even had coffee by then because nothing's open in puerto rico at that time we were freaking spooked where we're like, please, Lord, let it be light soon. And I was just like, I was in awe of what the heck did we just see? Like, I was on, I went online Googling, like, what it could be. So, there's a couple of things that could have been, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, there's some rich assholes in Puerto Rico that were buying exotic pets. And I think after the hurricane, they broke free or whatever the case is, and they just started mating in the wild in Puerto Rico. And nobody knows. Like it's just a speculation yeah. of like. But it's what like we read. really, what is it no. mating with? Bro, this shit like, this shit was not normal at no. all. And like even right now, I'm getting like Yeah. So because I looked we were up freak the fuck out i'm sorry yeah. for my language but we were so freaked out because we're like we stopped the car pretty much and we're like please what? tell me that you saw that and i saw that mm-hmm. and again i don't believe any type and, of crazy shit i don't believe in and, and what did it look like babe a chupacabra 100 percent. but guess if, what if I, you look, I just lost our credibility just saying chupacabra. i don't care <laughs> yeah but if anybody was there and they seen it they would say the same thing like we went online and we looked that up and that is the only thing that it looks like. That thing looked, whatever we saw, it looked raggedy and beat up and just going fast as but, hell. But yeah, like strong and like muscular. It was weird. Yeah. But we couldn't actually see like details of what it looked like. Yeah. Just the body form and like. Look, it happened right in front of our eyes at a stoplight and 
I wish I could be making this up. I, I, I wish it could be a joke where I'm like, nah, no, because we drove with other radio on <laughs> yeah. for a while. <laughs> We're like, yo, did that just happen? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, it's just weird. And I think that's like the first weird encounter. If that happened to me in real life and I told you, you wouldn't believe me. It did happen to you in real life. No, by myself. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was by myself yeah, and I came like, home, I'd be like, shut your ass I'd up. be like, okay. Uh, okay. You're probably drunk or something. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, but it was so creepy. Yeah. And did we tell the story to everybody? Mm-hmm. Because we were there and it felt so weird. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm glad we got to speak about this. It's almost like a little therapy session. Mm-hmm. How do you feel tonight? Good. Good? Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Ron Dyer's podcast. Thank God it's Friday. Uh, as you go into the weekend, make sure you're safe. Make sure you are spending time with your family. Tell your boss you're not working extra on the weekend. Mm hmm. Because you got to cuddle your wife's butt in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nobody else and is doing that for you. Play with those kids. Ooh, ooh, play with those kids. Play, like, just enjoy. And guess what? We work too hard to not enjoy our weekends. So please, please, please sleep in. Cook your wife breakfast. Cook your husband breakfast. Fuck them kids. I'm kidding. <laughs> Please love your family. Please make sure that you're having a well-balanced life if you can. And just enjoy your weekend and know that today is Friday. It's the end of the weekend. You get a little break. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. Any last words, Kaylin? Nope. Just uh, to go along with our topic that turned into death. <laughs> um, tomorrow's not promised. So live today at its fullest. Amen. Cheers to that. Make sure you follow us at Official Rum Diaries on Instagram and TikTok and show us some love. Let us know what you think. And by the way, Spotify has a poll open on our podcast where you can let us know how we're doing. Uh, If you want to drop a topic that you want us to talk about, you can drop it in there too. So let us know what's up. Talk to us. Ooh, talk to me nice. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.